TheItSpot.com. Oh, come on, pick up the phone. Hello. Hello. Sí. Hello. Sí. Hello. Sí. Oh, sorry, must be the wrong number. Okay. Dicking around with equipment blowing up. We, we've had quite quite a technically challenged couple of months. Yeah. Actually, it's more than months, isn't it? Well, it's probably a few months. But it's kind of pathetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our preamp just blew up. Right now? While I was setting it up tonight, yeah. Oh. I don't know what that is, but it sounds <laughs> important. It's one of the things that makes, it, uh, makes the sound sound better. Ah. And a little more in your face. In your face. And actually, now I have a house guest for for a little while. You do? Who? I do. Is it the red-headed cock knocker? Yeah, it is the red-headed cock knocker. I, I heard he was in the area. Yep. I don't really have too much to say. Okay. <laughs> because the last time you talked about your house guest, then he started listening to the show. And <laughs> That's right. You had to backpedal badly. And Well, I actually haven't heard from him since. Because you called him a homeless guy on the air. Maybe. I probably said worse things, too. I'm not too sure. I can't remember, but I know that, yeah, it it does kind of backfire on you when you tell people about the show, and then you realize you talked about them while drunk. (laughs) And not nicely. Yes, that is true. Uh But, uh, oh well. I I had a house guest as well for the past five days. Link's little sister. No way. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, because she did say that she was going to uh, go down there. I sent her home yesterday. I see. I told her to, to tell me if she was going down, but she obviously uh, didn't want me to be there while she was there. So uh. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that she had a really bad day at work, and she just emailed me and said, I just booked a flight because I'm having a shitty time. I hope that's okay. <sighs> It was awesome. We had so much fun. Good. We we had five nonstop days of bad behavior, and then I put her on a plane, and now she's gone, and I'm by myself. And now you've got nothing to do. That's not true. Actually, I was I got so behind in work while she was here because she was here. <laughs> there was so much going on this past week. We had um, a birthday party for Princess Rope Maker on Saturday night. We went bowling on Thursday night. Oh, we went to see, this is weird, about three or four years ago, I saw this guy play in a bar here, and I looked everywhere for his music and couldn't find it anywhere. I ran into him on the street accidentally on Monday night, and he was playing this just this past Sunday night. So Link's little sister and I went to the show, and we missed it by like five minutes. We showed up just as he was packing up. Well and, done. Uh, so we took, we brought him home and he gave us a private concert. <laughs> I'm serious. It was so fucking funny. It's amazing what two bad Canadian girls can, what trouble we can get up to in Miami. 
Really? There's no end to uh, the amount of trouble that you can get up to in, in uh, Miami. It's very, very true. I can't even, it's such a blur already, and I haven't, I've been here, I don't even know how long. But um, the first week I was here was crazy nuts. I, 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 you know how it gets. I just, it's all run together in a blur. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. But the birthday party Saturday night was awesome. Where was that? It was at um, Barry's. I see. Oh, shit, we don't have a stage name for him. I think what that is gonna, his stage name, isn't it? What are we going to call him? I don't know. It was at the um, the crazy brothel apartment, <laughs> which now has a stripper pool. I bet that got a lot of use. It did. Did you let anyone else on it? Link's little sister. I let her on it for a little while. <laughs> and I was on it with um, Dan Dan the Pants Down Man and Barry. I see. But the platform's really, really tiny. Oh, and the next day, our our thighs hurt from pole dancing. <laughs> it's amazing what a little exercise will do to you. I know. So on Friday, our butts hurt from bowling, and then on Sunday, our thighs hurt from pole dancing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, it's about, so, about time you got some exercise. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure any person seeing the two of us anywhere would say likewise. <laughs> uh, we A lot of people tried to feed us everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But we can share clothes, and that's awesome. Yeah, so that doesn't you, happen too often. Have you had any fun, done anything interesting? Um, not really, although I stopped by on a, at a St. Patrick's Day thing, where, um, it was in, uh, it was at Dundas Square, and, uh, this was on the Friday, mm-hmm. um, when it wasn't actually St. Patrick's Day, but they had this big tent set up, and hardly anyone was there. My company was doing some work for it, though, so we went down to check it out, and, mm-hmm. uh, there... <laughs> There were maybe about 40 people in the, or not even, there were maybe about 20 people in this tent about the size of half a football field. And uh, there's a duo playing where one guy was kind of like the Irish um, Johnny Cash. And he had uh, this, this woman, no, 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 not like that. Oh, Um, not in a good, uh, not in a good way? Yeah. And uh, there's this woman, and they do these du- these duets, but they they were like something out of a Christopher Guest movie. Like they seemed like character actors on the stage, doing this pathet- pathetic live show. Uh, but the classic was that they ended on um, they did a medley of "Jump" uh, by no. by Van Halen and "Jump for Your Love." No way. So the guy would sing the Van Halen song, and the woman would think, sing Jump for Your Love. And, of course, when they ended, they ended with the bum, 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 jump for your love. It was classic. But there's nothing remotely fucking Irish about either of those songs. No. So uh, what? what's up with that? I don't know. 
good. I'm so confused. And they had this keyboardist who looked like, I don't know, George Lucas or something, uh, completely bored out of his skull playing playing these lines. It was it was uh, quite a sight to see. Wow. As I say, though, they're, they're like, uh, they, they look like they were straight out of some kind of uh, quirky uh, comedy. That's hilarious. But you're saying they were completely serious. Um, I think they were. We were laughing oh. our asses off, though. <laughs> we, we, we were like, this is like, the, it was the funniest thing that I'd seen in ages. I love it. But anyway, I am running out, sadly, because of... Of power? Of power. We don't have a lot of time, so we should you have, blaze... You have no, no juice? I have no juice and no backup, so... Okay. Um... Plow right into a story then? We should then? Plow, plow through a story, yeah. I actually don't even have an accurate time here because it's not displaying yet another thing that's gone wrong. I'm sorry. It's a disaster. It's a, it's a madhouse. Yeah. I've pulled a, a story out of the um, big bag of tricks called Conduit, and it's brought to us by Jethro Sixmill, uh-huh. who I believe is yet another forum member. Quite possibly. I think I recognize the um, username, unless Jethro Six Mill is his real name. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to name your kids with numbers. <laughs> It'll be coming soon. So, um, I I don't have the little preamble, but I didn't read it, so I don't know if it's meant to be read or not. It just, just says, I hope you guys dig this story. I wrote it yesterday. I enjoyed reading it. But I'm a narcissistic bastard. I don't think you said that right. And he uh, and he said, "Don't say his name." Oh shit! D- didn't we just? Not his real name. Oh okay. Oh, uh, I don't know. Each streetlight flickered as he walked, passing beneath them on the shoulder of Route 73 South. He only noticed because it was annoying to fucking Miles. Huh? I'm already confused. <laughs> He said to himself, Come on, Joey, it's just a car. At least you're alive. One more mile to go. That positive Pollyanna bullshit rang through every branch of his family tree on both sides. But at a time like this, it sure comes in handy. He liked this? He must be narcissistic. I, um, did he? Why? Huh? Nothing. Go on. (laughs) What were you going to say? Ooh. Well, I, I'm not doing the next paragraph. That's why I did the first paragraph, because there's French in it. There's fucking French in it. Okay. Just so you know, I got a warning, so we might uh, die. Francois-Joseph Lanier III, his French-Canadian grandfather, 86, the Roman numeral third in 1979, on a savings bond in Joey's name for his fourth birthday, talked to himself a lot when he was upset. This, an inherited trait, most definitely... And why the hell shouldn't he be upset? That fucking car was his dream. 32 years old, finally driving a new car. Not just new to you, either. Nope. Brand spanking new. Paid for in cash. Using a little over half his savings. Now, a mile and a half behind him, on the opposite side of the road, upside down, in flames, sits the obviously totaled 2006 Mustang. I must have drifted off to... How did I manage to get? It was only for a second. How many times did I roll? How many volts did Grandad say he could kill? Light you up like a Christmas tree, was how he would put it. 
He made the second mile in quite good time. He stood in the parking lot of Evans St. Clair and looked back. It looked a lot like a single lighter's flame being held up to burn alone at a rock concert. Woo! And, and our love became a, and our love become a funeral I'm not singing that. And our love become a funeral pyre. Try to set the night on fire. He could only laugh to himself at the reference he made to Morrison. In addition, he could see what appeared to be Fourth of July sparklers, as it were, in the hands of unseen children, dancing around like flames, dancing around flames, dancing around flames. Flames, flames, flames. Holy shit, this is weird. His best friend, Michael Evans, was minding the store at 1 a.m. Mike liked running the store overnight. It was gravy money, and besides, the old man needed the help. Hey, Lanier, out so late for your car? Apparently, Joe's car had exploded, and the concussion of the blast ruptured his eardrums. He didn't hear a damn word his friend was saying. He turned to walk inside, and the two men colli nearly collided. Luckily, they did not. Hey, Vans, he mumbled. He pulled out the handle of the metal framed glass door, clearly marked out walked into the store and immediately regained some of his hearing. What he heard was barely audible, a ringing or a ping or a buzz. He turned in the direction the faint tones were coming from and saw his best friend running to the far wall holding his ears. When Mike reached the wall, he uncovered one ear and frantically punched the numbers into a keypad. The ringing stopped. Hey, Vans, me a uh, fucking beer, would ya? He, <laughs> he hit his back to his friend. I'm getting a lot of echo back now. He had his back to his friend when he requested the beer, so Mike tossed a small can of Pringles first and hit him in the back. When he turned abruptly, he caught the silver bullet with reflexes he didn't know he had. Lucky for Mike. Man, I rolled my car, he began. I don't know how, I don't know how or exactly when, but it's back there burning upside down. And here I am. I feel fine. I can't hear anything, but I can't feel anything either. Well, that's not entirely true. I feel energy, like... I did the two-mile hump here in no time. I know I must be in shock. I remember the, sy the symptoms from that first aid CPR course we took at the plant. But look at me, Vans. Am I scratched, bleeding, singed? Are my fucking clothes ripped off? Do I even smell like smoke? No, dude. Dude, you're scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, you're scaring the shit out of me. That's all Michael Evans could manage to say. It was all unheard anyway. And another thing, Joe continued, now even more agitated, I got out of that car on my own. Look at the plant. Look, look at the palm of my hand. Ben did as instructed. Not a single abrasion, not one tiny shard of glass. Mike, I told Booyah! Booyakasha! The warthog can read! I can read! Mike, I pulled myself out! And then I came on her back. They were just dangling right outside my window. I grabbed them without a second thought and pulled myself out of my overturned vehicle. You remember the story in the Bible from Sunday school? Of, they said in unison, Shake the bed, make the bed, and in the bed we go! Shadrach, huh? Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. I have no idea what that is. That's because you don't know your Bible, man. Um, not that part. 
There was nobody in my car with me, man, but I got out. Those are live power lines, my friend, and I wouldn't be here to tell you about it if I hadn't used them to pull myself out. Did I ever <laughs> tell you what my granddad used to do for a living? He was a lineman for TVA. His friend just nodded. One time he grabbed hold of my arm and squeezed and shook me, like this, and said, Boy, electricity, enough of it will cook a man from the inside out, like that. And I would laugh, and he'd, uh, fans, hey man, you okay? His friend collapsed on the floor. Joe, Joe Lanier III walked north for two miles, finished a warm Coors Light, and wept for his friend. He carelessly climbed back into his now smoldering overturned 2006 Mustang, buckled his seatbelt, and tried to go to sleep, praying he would die. Praying he could die. Praying he could die. 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 Well, that was a nice story. That story rocked. Let's wrap up. <laughs> oh, shit. What a shitty episode this is going to be. This is the speed round. That's right. It's like it's like the super big money match or something. It's too fast. I feel I feel weird. I'm kind of dizzy. <laughs> spinning spinning round. It's a it's like a blitzkrieg attack. Well, probably not. I would think, but we're going to have to come up with something. You you're going to have to do an outtake moment or something. Perhaps. Pull something out of your ass, Button. Okay. I don't feel like I don't feel like calling anybody anyhow. Yeah, neither do I. I'm, I've never said anyhow in my life. <laughs> anyhow, did, yeah. Did I did I imagine this or did you say did you yell come on her back at some point during that story? Yes, I said I pulled out and came on. Oh, her I get it now. Hardy har har. Har, har. I got cum in my eye the other day. It hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> I thought it was going to go blind. It stings. It burns. It burns. Well, you recovered. Or did you? Um, no. <laughs> it must have been elven cum. <laughs> it burns us. Send us your stories of 800 words or less. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. Motherfucking Air Ferg. Like, what the fuck? I'm angry. Fuck I'm you, very Ferg. Angry. Fuck you, Ferg. And fuck you, Ferg. You're a minion of, of 50 listeners who, or sorry, 70 listeners who all actually vote. <laughs> That's why you're jealous. <laughs> they, uh, but I thought they were dead. I really thought they were dead. They yeah. disappeared forever. Nope, forever. They, they've come back with a couple of episodes. Right. Um, no shit. You there? Oh well. Vote for us on Podcast Alley, as I said. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Uh, that would be very nice of all of you. And, um, uh, visit our MySpace and uh, give us your comments. As well, uh, go to our website. Join us on the forums at theitspot.com slash forums. And join all the happy people. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I've never been the phone call on air at my shorts before. Well, actually, you were the phone call for an entire episode once. Was I? Yeah. Oh, before we knew what Skype was? Yes. Or before Skype was invented? Yes. Really? Some, something like that. Maybe. <laughs> we can pretend anyway. 
before we got our asses around to figuring out how we should properly do it. The, yes. I'm the phone call and they're on my sword. Yeah. Yay. Uh, See, now we don't have to worry about who we're calling. We're calling me. There you go. And there's no more interesting guests on the planet, I assure you. <laughs> it's true. No, there aren't. <laughs> um... I was just uh, calling you on the cell just so that you could say goodbye. <laughs> I was doing, oh. I was already doing the um, the wrap up. You just kept the, doing the wrap up all by yourself. Yeah. Oh. And then I was going to have you uh, just say something through the cell phone into the mic, but of course, I didn't think of the big phone that was sitting right beside me. The big phone that we use for the big phone calls. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. Um, I did everything except for the uh, our comment line. Oh. Our comment line at uh, 305-767-4697. And, and did you ask people to listen to the word horror on the skate pod? Oh, uh, no, I forgot about that, actually. Uh, that will be out by the time this is out. It absolutely will be. I believe it comes out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime yeah, so, yesterday, earlier this week. Yep, yeah, check that out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did. <laughs> I guess you'll find out. I guess I will. You're saying out a lot. Out, out. You're showing your, your true Canadian colors. Uh, mm-hmm. um, well, I feel guilty for rushing through that story so quickly. I don't. You don't? No, I feel pretty good about it, actually. Okay. You have nothing to say about it? Uh, it was interesting. So basically, he got electrocuted, but he didn't die, but he touched his friend and killed him. Yeah, and made his beer warm. Oh, well, fuck, that's the true tragedy. I wonder what would have happened if he'd stuck his hands in a lake. I I don't know. Would he kill all the fish? He could kill all the fishes. And then people would think he was Jesus, because all the fish would like fly out of the lake and land on the shore and there would be food for everybody and they were, there would be much rejoicing. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. It's true. <laughs> anyway, that's it, I think. Holy shit, what a boring-ass episode. <laughs> oh, well. They can't all be gems. You say that every time. You say that every episode. It's true, though. I just keep cutting it out. <laughs> 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 oh well they can't all be gems we should end every episode that way <laughs> alrighty then um, you might want to you know throw in a few bells and whistles and, and try to learn it up a little <laughs> where's the it monkey seems weird I don't know um, well remember we did do a 22 minute episode we did? yeah no way yeah we did one beginning to end for the uh, pod show thing Oh, yeah, and we never got a response. Yeah, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. That was just Don and Drew looking for content. You think? Uh, I think so. They had to fill up, uh, like, daily shows, and I don't think they were having such a good time with that. That's a pretty massive um, accusation there, Buttons. Uh, Someone else mentioned it. Oh, guess, guess what? What? About two episodes ago, John and Scott had a discussion about Holy Load. Not about our episode, like they accidentally fell into a discussion about Jim making religious 
figure pattern. Really? Yeah, but they were calling it holy goo. I haven't, I actually, I called them last Sunday to tell them on the air that they ripped us off. Because they just did it two episodes ago, and we did it like last, it's so last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it was really funny that they accidentally stumbled into that conversation and said almost the same things that we did. Uh, did they so, say anything about Mother Teresa? Uh, no, they didn't, they didn't scream out Mother Teresa. Oh, uh, well, fuck them then. But I do think they made some mention of, of people making pilgrimages to come and see the stains. Mm. Um, yeah, I have to go back and listen to it, but I've been meaning to send them a link to that episode along with the date and, and call them thieves. That's a good idea. I think it would be fun, but I thought it would be more fun to do it verbally. You thieving bastards. <laughs> Don't you have your own material? <laughs> We'll leave a message on their uh, answering machine. Totally. It just, you know, it's one of those, whatever the opposite of great minds think alike is. Fools seldom differ? That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah. Beautiful. That is it. I knew there was some cliche that worked. I knew it wasn't the great minds one. Yep. Great minds think alike and fools seldom differ. And that being said, let's Uh go. 305-767-4697 305-767-4697 or 305-76-SHOWS. As in shows me your attitude. Excellent. Ciao. When are you coming back? I have no fucking clue. You want me back? Of course I do. Aw, that's sweet. Well, I have a lot of packing and moving to do, so we will see. I see. Okay. Well... Have fun. You could always volunteer for the uh, U-Haul road trip. <laughs> um, well, you know. A little sunshine in trade for a little driving and hauling furniture. Hmm. Well, that's something we can discuss. Okie doke. You talk to my people <laughs> and have your people call my people and we'll set something up. Okie dokie. All right. Have a nice night. You Good too. Night. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.